The message you're about to listen to is by Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Center. Remain blessed as you listen. Was I here last week? Was I here last week? Huh? I was. Why don't I remember that I was here last week? <laughs> Foundation of what? Oh my God. It was a day. <laughs> oh my God, Jesus. Yeah, I think I remember now. We did the part one of pneumatology. Then we continued from there. So what we're going to be doing now is that we are going to be looking at because we'll be looking at pneumatology and looking at what we have in the Holy Ghost. Uh, I think I began to look at this more intensely, okay, with uh, Lecky Church in this service we had in Lecky. All right. Yes, by the way, by the grace of God, June 6th, we'll be having our mid-year Thanksgiving service. All right, media Thanksgiving service. Now, I know we've not confirmed everything, okay, but we'll be having some wonderful gospel ministers who will be around in all our centers to, you know, lead, you know, lead in praise and worship and all. So we just keep it under wraps until we've finalized everything, then we'll let you all know. Amen. Amen. All right, praise God. So get ready for that. Now, I want to show you something quickly. We've said that the promise of Abraham, look at Galatians chapter number 3, the promise of God to Abraham was the promise of the Spirit. I'm going to remember that. It's the promise of the Spirit, Galatians chapter number 3. Galatians 3 and verse 12. Look what it says. It says, And the law is not of faith, but the man that doeth them shall live in them. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed everyone that hangeth on a tree. Verse 14. It now says that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles, okay, through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the what? The promise of the Spirit through faith. So the promise or the blessing of Abraham was what? The indwelling spirit. Amen. All right, the indwelling spirit. But there's something very, very instructive when you hear and say things like spirit. In that when you say spirit, it communicates something invisible, isn't it? Isn't it? Because nobody can see spirit. Glory to God. But when you say spirit, you are saying that this is something that is like the air. Okay, look at John 3. Look at what Jesus said. And when he talked about spirit, John 3 and verse 6, it says, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. And that says, Marvel not that I said unto you, ye must be born again. Verse 8. Now it says, The wind bloweth where it listed, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot tell whence it cometh, and whither it goeth. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. So it's telling you that with the wind, you can hear it. Glory to God. But you cannot what? See it. The word wind there is the Greek word pneuma, where we get the same, you know, the Spirit. Pneuma, Spirit. In Hebrew, Spirit is ruach. You understand? Spirit. Spirit. 
So you cannot see spirit. So if the promise given to us is the spirit, how then do we know that we have it? Glory to God. Then how then would people know that we have it? I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Because if you say that the blessing of Abraham is the spirit, then how do I know that I have it? So you now find out why, where, why you find that for the world to know that the spirit of God is at work in somebody, they will not because they cannot see the spirit of God. You, you understand that. But for them to know that the spirit of God is at work in somebody, there has to be what? Signs. Glory to God. There has to be what? Signs. Glory to God wonders and miracles externally they can see that they say oh the spirit is at work in this person you understand that so when somebody comes and say in the name of jesus rise up and walk and the fellow rises up and walk do we did we see anything did we see anything no but what we saw was that somebody who could not walk started walking so you now say by what power did that happen by the power of the spirit did you see the spirit no but you saw the man in whom the spirit what dwells. Are you paying attention? Are you paying attention? So the spirit is spirit. You cannot see it. But just as when the wind is blowing, we can feel it. And when the wind is blowing, we can hear the sounds. Glory to God. There are things and uh, occurrences in the physical Glory to God, that will let us know that the Spirit is present in someone's life. Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Now, let's look at the first time there, the folks who had the Spirit had some form of manifestation. And we say, oh, what's going on? Okay, first, Acts of Apostles, chapter number two. It is time for less talk and more manifestation. Did you hear what I said? It is time for less talk and more manifestation. It is time for more healings than there are series on healings. I'm not saying there won't be or shouldn't be series of healings or teachings on healing. There should be that. But if we teach healing and we don't heal the sick, what have we done? That is a religious exercise. If we say that the spirit indwells us, how do we know? Let's prove it. I said, let's what? Let's prove it. I know I have the spirit on my inside. How? By faith. How would the unbeliever know I have? 1 Corinthians chapter 14 says that, all right, if all speak in tongues, the unbeliever calls you what? A barbarian. It calls you mad. But if all prophesy, then the secrets of his heart is what? Made what? Manifest. And he will testify that God is in you of a what? Truth. Which means that it is by the manifestation of the spirit that we are going to bring the attention of the world to the cross. Praise God. 
The spirit you receive by faith and say, oh, I'm born again, I'm born again. It's not what gets the world's attention. It is the degree of glory you manifest. And they can see that gets the world's attention. Look at Acts. Let's look at this, this story. Acts 2 verse 1. Are you with me so far? It says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. Notice. This is spiritual. Okay? It says, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And it says what? And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire. And sat upon each of them. Everybody read verse 4. It says, and they were all what? Filled with the Holy Ghost. And began to what? Speak with other tongues. Now, how do we know that they were filled with the Holy Ghost? We knew they were filled with the Holy Ghost because they spoke in tongues. Are you following? So that means there was something to be heard in the physical that pointed to the fact that something has happened in the spiritual. Are you following? Which means that there are signs in the physical dimension that is a pointer that something has happened in the spirit. So, for example, Mark 16, when it says, These signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall what? Speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they shall drink any deadly thing, it shall not happen. All right? Those physical outward manifestations are because something has happened where? In the spirit. So that's why it says they are signs. These signs shall follow them that what? Believe. So that means something has happened on the inside of the believing ones. Hallelujah. And the way you will know, the world will know that these guys are the believing ones is what? What they are able to do in the physical. Are you paying attention to what I'm telling you? So without those signs in the physical, the world will not believe you. You can argue that Jesus is alive on CNN. And you can bring all the facts. The 80s will bring his contrary facts. Then facts will begin to fight, you know, fight each other. Then it will become an argument. But brother, one miracle settles the issue. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said glory to God. Very important. Now, so am I saying that we should not study to show ourselves approved? No, we should study and we should teach. But we must not put too much, um, uh, put all the emphasis on teaching and not demonstrate the power thereof. Why? Because it is in the demonstration of the power thereof that people now begin to pay attention to that teaching more. Have you noticed that folks, even with not perfect doctrine, because of the supernatural manifestations, people take their teaching seriously. Why? Because it has to be right if there are miracles there. Because miracles seem to be the stamp of approval on what they are teaching. Praise God. But a man's doctrine can be wrong. Hallelujah. And he flows in the miraculous. Because the miraculous is via the gift of the spirit. He didn't earn it. Glory to God. But doctrine, he has to learn it. Are you paying attention so far? So, in this tribe, listen to me. The demonstrations and the manifestation of the spirit, hallelujah, is this is the season for it. Glory to God. We are going to contend for it more than ever before. Did you hear what I said? I said, did you hear what I said? We are going to contend for it. We will be known for miracles. The miracles will draw them to the doctrine. Supernatural manifestations. Amen. Now, 
you, you, you see that the, the Spirit gave them utterance, but they spoke in tongues. And it was via the speaking of the tongues that men now gathered and said, what is going on here? Are you following? So that means unbelievers gather always whenever there is what? Manifestation of what? Of the Spirit. If you want to gossip about a gathering of unbelievers, demonstrate and manifest, manifest the Spirit. Now, we're going to be looking at what the manifestation of the Spirit is, and we're going to look at that in 1 Corinthians 12. But I want you to center your mind on it. Preacher, God's pastor, all right, gospel minister, take the first foot forward must be the manifestation of the Spirit. Paul said, 1 Corinthians 2, 4, he says, My preaching was not in what? Enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the what? Demonstration of what? Of the spirit and of the power, that your faith should not start in what? Wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So that means Paul demonstrated the spirit and demonstrated the power, and people said, oh my God, God is with this guy. Nobody is going to say God is with you by your talk. They are going to say God is with you by what? Demonstration. Because the unbeliever lives in the sense realm. He doesn't have the capacity to understand spiritual truths. So you don't reach an unbeliever with a teaching meeting. Amen. Amen. You don't. You are going to reach the unbeliever in their senses. So that is why you need to demonstrate the spirit. The gifts of the spirit are the intrusion. Glory to God. They are the intrusion of the almightiness of God into the sense knowledge realm. The gifts of the Spirit. So that is why they are heard in the senses. That is why they are seen in the senses. That is why they are felt in the senses. Glory to God. Did you get what I said? I said, did you get what I said? I said the gift of the Spirit are the demonstration of the almightiness of God in the sense realm, in the senses, in the natural realm. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12. In every service, man of God, demonstrate the Spirit. Demonstrate the Spirit. Woman of God, demonstrate the Spirit. Give yourselves to demonstrations of the Spirit. Chorister, give yourself to demonstration of the Spirit. That the world may know that God lives in you. And that the God that lives with you is the only way to salvation. Glory to God. Look at neighbor and say, demonstrate the Spirit. Yeah. If I have not said it, those of you watching, please. All right. If you learn something as we are teaching, glory to God. What you do is that you, um, you know, let us know via hashtag we care spreading on Twitter. Glory to God. All right, um, we have an active Twitter. Uh, we are very active on Twitter. Hallelujah. So we demonstrate the Spirit. Now turn to 1 Corinthians chapter number 12. Let me show you something. The Spirit's presence that is not demonstrated is not likely to be discerned. The Spirit's presence that is not demonstrated is not likely to be acknowledged. First of all, it's very important for us to know that we are the temples of the living God. Is that correct? 1 Corinthians 3.16. Alright, it means that we are the temples, the containers of the Spirit of God. We are the 
permanent residence of the Holy Ghost. Note what I said. We are his what? Permanent residence. He lives in us. Which therefore means, if that the Spirit of God lives in us, if he is going to be manifested, he's going to be manifested what? Through us. Is this clear? Now let's do a, 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 some small study. First Corinthians chapter 12. And verse, uh, let's look at from verse um, 5 into 7. First Corinthians 12 is talking about the spirituals, right? Concerning spirituals, it starts with, all right, concerning spirituals, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Well, look at verse 5, all right? Um, it says, and there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. Next verse. Now it says, and there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. I'll come to operations later. The next verse, now it says what? But the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit without now that word manifestation in first corinthians 12 7 is from the greek word phanerosis phanerosis p-h-a-n-e-r-o-s-i-s what does phanerosis mean phanerosis means to exhibit Hallelujah. To exhibit, to put something in public view. Hmm. To exhibit, to put something in public view. So that means if you are putting it in public view, that means the thing exists somewhere. Is that correct? But you have to take that thing that exists and put it where everybody can see it. So that means the manifestation or the Holy Ghost was given to you to manifest him in the full glare of people. Oh, come on. Do you understand what I'm talking about? He says, for the manifestation of the spirit, the phanerosis, the exhibition of the spirits. The exhibition of the spirits. He says, it's given to how many men? Every man. Now, the context of 1 Corinthians chapter 12 is a service, a church service, right? A church service. And... All right, in a church service, and um, somebody comes and is operating this gift, and that person comes here and is working in this gift and all. He's saying that every time you have a service, and there is a manifestation of the Spirit, that that manifestation of the Spirit is for the benefit of what? Not just one person. It's for the benefit of what? Everybody in the service. Glory to God. Now, one thing that you have to learn in, in power meetings and Holy Ghost meetings is this. Is that no matter the gift that is being manifested, even if it does, for example, maybe the gift of healing is being manifested. All right? Even if you are not sick, the very fact that the gift of healing is being manifested, hallelujah, you are profiting for that manif- from that manifestation. Something is happening in you for being in that service and observing that manifestation of the spirit he says but the manifestation of the spirit is given to every man to profit without that means to profit everybody so it is given to one man all right to every man in the service for the profit of what to of all so that means for example when you come to a service and all of us are speaking in tongues glory to god all right i am profiting because you are speaking it means there is a profit to be in what you are saying. Glory to God. 
This is why he now says we should interpret so that I can what? Receive the prophets in my mind. Are you following? Come on, are you following? All right, because if you speak in tongues, yes, I am profiting, but I don't know what I'm profiting. Because that tongue could be a word of wisdom. That tongue could be a word of knowledge. Those tongues could be what? Uh, uh, a, a working of miracles. Those tongues could be what? Could be gift of healings. All right? So until you speak that tongues and interpret it, I cannot be blessed. But my prophet, there is a prophet in what you are saying. You know, one of the things I found out is that as believers, we need to learn how to glean a lot more from services. How many of you like orange juice? Praise God. How many of you like orange juice? Valerie doesn't like orange juice. I like orange juice. All right. In fact, everybody knows, anyone that works with me knows that if you're going to buy juice from me, you are safer buying orange juice than any kind of juice. You understand? So some people will come and buy shivita and give me apple something. I would, you know, I have to pull like, oh, thank you very much. You understand? But my wife knows I ain't drinking that. You understand that? All right. Or they buy, um, I can be, I sometimes, I, marry, I, I manage berry blast because I have vitamin C in it. You know, uh-huh. All right. But, but, you know, I like, you know, you know, orange, orange juice. So there was this time, myself and my wife were this, we were in this, um, we were in this um, smoothie mood. We just wanted to make smoothies. You understand? Every small thing smoothies. Every small thing smoothies. Every, you know, we're doing Fit Farm. So the, back then, we wake up in the morning, then we play Fit Farm video. You understand? On the TV. Then we now begin to, one, two. We didn't last very long. I think it just lasted a week or something. <laughs> so I remember was, we wanted to make orange juice. So we bought oranges, right? I think I bought like 50 oranges. It was like 2,000, something like that. So we now said, okay, we wanted to make orange juice out of it. So we wanted natural juice, you know what I mean? Natural juice, you know, we were, we we're deceiving ourselves. We we're doing this with terms stuff. So we wanted to do natural juice, right? So we now got the juice and we began to squeeze it into this orange squeezer stuff. You know, trying to get the juice out of it. And after I finished squeezing 50, we were surprised that, ah. So how many, so we're still under the impression that those guys that say 100% orange, no additives. We thought they were serious. We didn't know they were lying. So I said that to say that how much juice you get from the orange is your responsibility. Is that not correct? Now, how many of you have eaten orange, you just suck the juice and you throw it away? Then how many of you suck the juice, you open it like this, then you eat this one, then you eat this one, then you eat this one, and only leave the skin. Now, how much you got from the orange was whose responsibility? Now, it's the same thing with the spirit. Listen, when people come to church on a Sunday morning, Wednesday, whatever time, everybody comes there with the Holy Ghost inside them. Now, with the Holy Ghost inside them, in that service, there are one billion possibilities. In that service. You know, people come to, uh, come to the service and they say, if it was boring and all. The fault is not the pastor. The fault is the people in the, in, in the service. Then the fault can be the pastor because the pastor must not have taught them. Or the pastor has not given room to the flow of the Spirit. 
Are you following? Because it says the manifestation of the Spirit is given to what? Every man. Alright? So that means the exhibition of the Spirit. The unveiling of the Spirit. Or the nakedness of the Spirit. So that means the Spirit is not close to you. Hallelujah. He is close to the world, but he is what? Manifested to you. Your job as a minister, as a Christian, is to make the spirit who is invisible, no one can see him, and demonstrate, manifest him to the world. 1 Corinthians 2. We'll come back. 1 Corinthians 2. Because the gifts of the spirits, you know they are in the spirit. Is, is that correct? Is that correct? So, for example, they are in the spirit. Okay? Tongues, interpretation, prophecy, miracles, uh, uh, healings, glory to God, designing of spirits. Amen? Wisdom, word of wisdom, and word of knowledge. All of those are gifts of the spirit. And they are present in the Holy Ghost. So, if you have the Holy Ghost, you have those gifts. Is that correct? However, for us to see and benefit and suck from that orange juice that is called the Holy Ghost in you, we need to what? Have it what? Manifested. We need to see, there needs to be a what? A visualization. There needs to be a what? A external manifestation of that which is present inside of you. Because if that is not there, there's no benefit. Is there benefit? Is there profit? No. So the profiting I get from the Holy Ghost's presence in you is in that you demonstrate him. The profiting you get in the Holy Ghost's presence in me is that I demonstrate him. So if a person is sick, I should demonstrate the Holy Ghost that heals to him. That is how that person will say, God is with this person. Is this, uh, is this clear? Come on, is this clear? Now look at 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 1. It says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. Everybody read verse 2. It says what? For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him what crucified. Verse 3 now says what? And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in monstrosity. That means in the physical, he was weak. In the physical, he didn't have anything to boast of. But look at what it says in verse 4. It now says, But my speech... And my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. So he's saying, in the physical, there was nothing about me. I was with you in fear and trembling. Then he now says, and my speech and my preaching was not in enticing words of man's wisdom. So he says, I didn't come to impress you with my linguistic prowess. I didn't come and say Aristotle. No, he didn't come and say Aristotle said. He didn't say John D. Rockefeller said. He didn't want to talk. He didn't sound and say, people say, wow, what a preacher. Wow, what a talker. This guy can talk. Gone. You understand? What a motivational speaker. No, 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 no. He said, listen, my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom. But he says, what? But in what? Demonstration of the spirit and what? Power. Now, that word demonstration and Phanerosis manifestation are akin. The word demonstration is apodexis. And apodexis means the same thing. It means to what? To exhibit, to make manifest. Hallelujah. So Paul says that I didn't come with, to, with you with enticing words of man's wisdom, but I came what? Making manifest the spirit. Making manifest the power. 
Glory to God. Make it manifest. How many of you remember the time when Paul and uh, uh, Barnabas, was it Barnabas? Paul and Silas. No, it was Paul and Barnabas. They went to the city of Lystra and they went to pray. They preached and they got a man healed that had never walked before. Do you know what the Bible says? The Bible says that the, temp, the, the priest of the temple got up and said, Ah, the gods have descended amongst us. Ah, the gods have descended. And they took what? Um, sacrifice. And now began to sacrifice. He said, um, Paul is Jupiter. And um, Barnabas was Mercury. He said, ah, because that's the only explanation. That someone that has not walked before, he started walking. Somebody that we saw his thin leg, he couldn't walk. And has been begging. He just came, pray, and he's walking. And only the gods can do it. The gods have descended. And they, wanted, they even made, they must have made garlands to put on their head. Ah. What happened? They demonstrated the spirits. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When you demonstrate the spirit of God, hallelujah, you put God on the scene. When you demonstrate the spirit of God, you put God on the table. Hallelujah. People now begin to investigate. How did you, how, how? You say it's God. So that demonstration, putting God on the table, shows that God is inside you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we have gotten to the point, all right, where if we say we believe in God, we should prove that he exists. If we say we believe in God, let us demonstrate that he lives in us. Now, we know from the word that he does live in us, but we must contend every day to demonstrate that he does. Are you following what I'm saying? Are you following what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Glory to God. We must demonstrate that he does. Look at what the Bible says about Jesus in Acts 10, 38. It says, well, our God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth, who went about doing good and eating all that were what? Oppressed of the devil, for God was what? With him. How did they say no that God was with Jesus? Was it in his talk? No. In Jesus' talk, in fact, Jesus' teaching ministry was one of the things that got him crucified. What he said. Glory to God. But how did they know that God was with him? Because the miracles he did. So the miracles were the demonstrations of the presence of God in Jesus. The supernatural is how God advise, advertises that is in you. The supernatural is how God announces that Christ lives in you. The supernatural. The supernatural. Supernatural. The supernatural. Glory to God. I said glory to God. I said, glory to God. I said, glory to God. The supernatural. Amen? The supernatural. And it is something that we must contend for. We must contend for it. We must contend. I said, we must contend for it. Look at him and say, we must contend for it. Say, we must contend for it. We must contend for it. So the Spirit of God is present in every believer. But that believer must make the Spirit's presence manifest. So the question is, how do you make the Spirit's presence manifest? Glory to God. How do we make manifest the glory of God? How do we make manifest the glory of God? 
The first way to make manifest the glory of God and the first way to actually make manifest the presence of God that is inside of you is by speaking words. What kind of words? Speaking or words of the Spirit. Speaking in the Holy Spirit. Speaking in tongues. That's number one. Number one way. Alright, because speaking in tongues in itself is a demonstration of the Spirit. Speaking in tongues in itself is a demonstration that the Spirit is where in you. Are you paying attention? So when you hear a man speaking in tongues, that is a sign that Holy Ghost is not far away. Are you paying attention? Uh -huh. So the first step is in utterance. Utterance. Tongues is the ignition that sets every other thing in the Holy Ghost into motion. Tongues is the ignition that sets in motion every other thing in the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Tongues is the kickstarter for all the other eight spiritual gifts. Tongues. Glory to God. Tongues. For inside tongues, there is a word of prophecy. For if you interpret it, you will get prophecy. Inside tongues, there is a discerning of spirit. For as you start speaking, you will start seeing. Glory to God. Glory to God. Inside tongues is the gift of healing. For as you start speaking in tongues, the interpretation will be rise up and walk. You are what? You are healed. Tongues. It is the key gift. It is the ignition. It is the activator. It is the initiator. Hallelujah. Speaking in tongues. Speaking in tongues. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 18, he says, I thank my God that I speak in tongues, speak with tongues more than what? All of you. More than ye all. Hallelujah. What a statement. Why would Paul say that? He said, I thank my God, I speak in tongues more than you all. Now, what did we find that Paul did more than everybody? He said, I spoke in tongues more than you all. He, told, he also said that I labored more than them all. In speaking about the apostles. Glory to God. He said, what? I was last. Okay? As though, I, uh, uh, he said, least of all, I was last. I saw the Lord. I, was, I saw the Lord last. All right? As one that was born outside of time. Out of time. You understand? But he said, what? But what? I labored more abundantly, more than them all. Paul said, I labored more than all the other apostles put together. And nobody could tell him he was lying. So if he labored more than they all, and he said, I speak in tongues more than ye all. Hallelujah. We know that the labor to do ministry is not by flesh. It is what? what? Because later on he now says what? But I am what I am by what? The grace of God. So that means the ability to labor more than them all is actually found, glory to God, in the grace that the Spirit gives. So that more than them, 
that more than them, that laboring more than them, all right, of Paul, the secret is found, hallelujah, in the grace that is received, received and released in speaking in tongues more than them all. Amen. So the man who wants to excel in labor in God's house must excel also in what? Speaking in tongues. Glory to God. Look at what 1 Corinthians chapter 14 says. Turn in there. Remember, the act of speaking in tongues is manifesting the spirit. So the man who speaks in tongues is actually making manifest the spirit. The man who speaks in tongues is making manifest the spirit. In that in his act of speaking in tongues, all right, we can see a sign that the spirit is present. So as you start talking in tongues, the presence of the spirit of God inside of you is being what? Manifested. Say aloud as I speak in tongues. The presence of the spirit is being manifested. Again, as I speak in tongues, the presence of the spirit is being manifested. So that means just that man talk around you so that yanda brakuda the higher, you are manifesting what? The spirit. You are manifesting the spirit. Amen. Look at what first Corinthians chapter number 14 says. Verse 1 says, follow after love and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. Now look at verse 2. It now says, for he that speaketh in a, listen, it says, for he that speaketh in an unknown tongue. Now, unknown there is in intellects, but it's fine. All right. Speaketh in an unknown tongue. He said, speaketh not unto men. So when you are speaking in tongues, you are not talking to men. So men, your, your, your conversation and your utterances does not have men as the focus. He says, speaketh not unto men, but he says, but speaketh unto who? Unto God. He says, for no man understands him. Albeit, in what? The spirit is speaketh what? Mysteries. So that means when you are speaking in tongue, you are speaking spirits. Hallelujah. So as you are speaking in tongues, your utterance is a manifestation of the spirit. Your utterance is the, the demonstration of the spirit. Are you paying attention? Are you paying attention? Paul said, by preaching and my teaching was not in enticing was of men, but in the demonstration of the Spirit. Not, notice, notice. In the demonstration of the Spirit. Which was first? Which was first? What was first? The Spirit. Before what? The power. In the demonstration of the Spirit and power. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in what? In the power of God. So that means in the order of manifestation, spirit demonstration precedes power demonstration. Amen. Spirit demonstration or the demonstration of the spirit precedes the demonstration of power. So basically it's like saying the spirit must fill the room before the power will be seen in the room. Let me say that again. The spirit must fill the room before the power will be seen in the room. Have you noticed that most of the greatest tele um, uh, power evangelists, people like Benny Hinn, Pastor Chris, and all, have you noticed that they place a lot of premium? Have you noticed that they place a lot of premium on the presence of God filling the arena? Before they start ministry to the sick. Now, it doesn't mean they cannot heal the sick without that. Because what they will do is that in their place of preparation, they will spend a lot of time speaking in tongues. 
before they come out. Are you following? But you notice that they always, always, always spend time. You find that, oh, they'll bring a snatch, they'll bring this person, and that person will sing and worship anointed music, and everybody's, you know, everybody's speaking in tongues in the arena. You know, when you, you, this person comes, you know, when Elizabeth comes, and the, and the worship is going on, and she's speaking in tongues and praying the Holy Ghost, and she's doing that, what's going on? She's releasing what? The presence of God. When you also come and say, you are releasing what? The presence of God. You now find out that as everybody begins to speak and all right, release glory. Because as uh, uh, listen to me, you are you are the custodian of the glory of God. You are the glory of God. So when you sing, glory comes out of you. Hallelujah. When you speak in tongues, glory comes out of you. When you jump, shout, and twirl in the Holy Ghost, glory comes out of you. The more you do that, the presence of God's glory fills the room. Hallelujah. When that glory fills the room, where that glory saturates the room, now you can now start giving instructions, authority, and demonstrating the power of God. And you'll be seeing it boom, 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 everywhere. The power of God is everywhere. Why? Because the spirit has to fill the room before the power what is manifested in the room. Praise God. I said the spirit has to fill the room before the power of God is seen in the room. For the spirit is the power. And the power comes by what? By the spirit. For the spirit is the power. And the power comes by what? By the spirit. So that's why there must be a preceding of the manifestation of the spirit in the place of prayer, in the place of worship, in the place of utterance, consistent utterance, before there will be a demonstration of the power that the spirit you know, the spirit is. Are you paying attention? Notice this Bible says, but you shall receive power after that the word Holy Ghost has come upon you. Which means there is no power without the Holy Ghost. Are you following? So it is until the Holy Ghost fills the room that the power will be seen in the room. Praise God. I said, praise the Lord. Where that says you open. He says, for no man understands him, albeit in the spirit, he speaketh what? Mysteries. So when you are speaking in tongues, you are speaking mysteries. You are speaking mysteries. Now notice something very powerful. Mysteries here is mysterion. It means is what he's saying is you're speaking secrets. And since these secrets, all right, are of the spirit, it means they are what? Divine secrets. So that means they are things that are not known to the mind and not known to the natural mind. Are you following? Now, how many of you agree with me that such one of such divine secrets you are speaking could be something going on in the future? How many of you agree it can be something going on in the future? Which means that's a word of wisdom. Is that correct? Now, how many of you agree with me that you could, a word of knowledge about something going on in Elizabeth's life is a secret. It's a secret to me. It's not a secret to her, but it's a secret to me. I don't know it. All right, it's a musterion. But if I speak in tongues, I could be speaking that secret, all right, of what's going on in Elizabeth's life. You understand? So he says, all right, he's a bit in his spirit, he speaketh what? Mysteries. So that means speaking secrets. Things that what I don't have access to in my mind. I would have access to by the spirit. So you find out that, listen to me, and I will say this, and I want everybody to hear what I'm saying. Every answer to every question Hallelujah. In every church, all right, is being answered when the believers open their mouth and start talking in tongues. But just as in making juice, 
juice. Orange juice for us to extract the goodies properly. The believers in that assembly have to be properly trained to be able to pick what is being released and manifested. For when we open our mouth and speak in tongues, glory is being manifested. And let me say this again. Any assembly where people speak in tongues, there is no kind of miracle that cannot happen. There is no kind of prophecy they cannot give. There is no gift of healing they can't see. So far, tongues is practiced there. It means, because if they are talking in tongues, it means that the presence of the Spirit is being demonstrated. Hallelujah. The presence of the Spirit is being demonstrated. And if the presence of the Spirit is being demonstrated, it means everything in the Holy Ghost is available. Oh, come on. Are you paying attention? Everything the Holy Ghost is, is, is available. So we need to maximize our meetings. We need to maximize the gatherings of the saints. For the saints are the power of God. Hallelujah. The saints are the glory of God. The saints are the righteousness of God. The saints are the temple of God. When they gather, VIPs have gathered. When they've gathered, oh, glory to God, special race of people have gathered. They are not ordinary men. They are what? Eternal dwelling places of the living God. Containers of the Godhead. Hallelujah. Divine species. We maximize their presence. Because the answer to your challenge can be in their mouth. The answer to this one side can be in your own mouth. For as you open your mouth and talk in tongues, if we will pay attention and interpret, we will see the answer. Hallelujah. If we pay attention, all right, we will see the, uh, the, the, the healing. If we pay attention, oh, someone could be, imagine, 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 all right, a service is going on. And somebody is sick in, this, in the assembly. But that person has not told anybody. The person just got a bad diagnosis. And everybody is speaking in tongues. And speaking in tongues. And the interpretation of tongues is that if you would just turn to your left and put your hand on the head on that. You understand? You understand? If you just, you know, and the person is leading. All right? You need to be paying attention. The spirit of God, so tell everybody to join their hands together. Or tell everybody to join their hands with their neighbor. And wait five seconds. My power will be manifested. You know those instructions. You have to follow them. Because they are instructions that are coming in the Holy Ghost. But and if you just speak in tongues and don't pay attention to those instructions. Because you see, the manifestation of the kaboom of the Holy Ghost. Everybody say the kaboom. <laughs> Look at him and say the kaboom. Alright, the manifestation of the kaboom, the glory of the Holy Ghost, is tied to instructions. Look at Acts 3. He says what? Peter goes to him and says, look on us. He says, silver and gold have I not, such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, he said what? Rise up and what? Walk. That means the manifestation of that man's healing was tied to him rising up and what? And walking. Now man, Elijah, Elijah says, go and dip seven times. The manifestation of his healing was tied to what? Dipping how many times? Seven times. Jesus spoke to the blind man and put mud in his, his eyes and said, go and wash in the pool that is called what? Siloam. All right? The manifestation of the glory was tied to the obedience to that instruction. So many a times, all right, as you are speaking in tongues, in those tongues, in those tongues are secrets. Those secrets are instructions as to what God wants you to do in that service. What God wants you to do to that neighbor. You should leave service saying, come, I have a word for you. 
manifesting the Spirit. Look at them and say, say manifesting the Spirit. Hallelujah. Manifesting the Spirit. Manifesting the Spirit. Manifesting the Spirit. For when we utter in tongues, when we speak in tongues, we are making secrets manifest. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So one of the things that you need to practice, look at it. Did I show you 1 Corinthians 14, verse 18? I'll let's look at it. Yeah, yeah, Labatoya. Content, you need to contend. Hallelujah. You need to contend. You need to contend. We thank God for men like Apostle Ayobabalola that we spend three days praying in tongues. Amen? Three days praying in tongues. Some also is by grace. Let me tell you something. If you cannot do three days, can you do three hours? Do three hours. You can't do three hours, so you start with one. Just start talking in tongues. Just start talking in tongues. You got a diagnosis of cancer. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Sister, will you talk in tongues? Brother, will you talk in tongues? Talk in tongues. Talk in tongues. Talk in tongues. So the intent that that cancer is going to dematerialize. Hallelujah. Talk in tongues. So the intent that that lump is going to disappear. Hallelujah. Because in utterance there is power. Praise God. I said in utterance there is power. It says manifestation of the spirit. The manifestation of the Spirit, the making visible of the Spirit, the exhibition of the Spirit, the display of the Spirit is given to every man. Every man, that's me and you, to profit with our. Hallelujah. First Corinthians 14. All right. He said, Wherefore, let, let, let's go for go 16 and, and 18. Quickly. What does he say? It says, else, when thou shalt bless... No, notice, some, no, notice something. Uh, okay, let's start from verse 14. I'll show you something. It says, for if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit does what? My spirit does what? So how do you get your spirit to pray? Talk to me now. How do you get your spirit to pray? By praying in what? In tongues. My spirit prayed, but my understanding is what? Unfruitful. 15. What does he say? He said, what is it then? I will pray what? With the spirit. And I will pray with what? The understanding also. I will sing with the spirit. And I will sing with the understanding also. So that means when I pray with the spirit, I will pray with the understanding of what I've said in the spirit. I, when I sing with the Spirit, I will sing with the understanding of what I sang. That, I just I demonstrated that to you, to you this night, right? I sang in the Spirit, and I sang in the understanding. Most of the songs I've written, I wrote them by tongues and interpretation. I didn't sit down and say, okay, went goes with bent, and bent go with sent, and sent go with kent. No, that's not how I write songs. I don't start looking for rhyme. Oh, Lord, you bent us. Oh, then you sent us. And we are now in Kentos. Oh, we are went us. Our Father bent us. You sent us. You can't us. You can't us. Oh, you said. No. What do I do? I spend time talking in tongues. Then I spend time talking, I start singing in tongues. And as I sing in tongues, I now try interpret it. I am justified, was written by tongues and interpretation. Uh, uh, face to face, you gave your life a sacrifice. I surrender. 
was tongue sign. All of those songs were tongue sign interpretation. I have never sat down somewhere and said, oh yeah, now I want to write a song. Then why are we thinking of the song? No. I'm not a musician. I don't know how to play any keyboard. I know. The tune, you come from the spirit. You understand? Yeah, it comes from everything. It comes like that. Boom. The kaboom. Everybody say the kaboom. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. He said, what is it then? I will pray with the spirit. I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the spirit. I will sing with the what? Understanding what? Also, look at verse 16. It now says, Else, when thou shalt bless with the Spirit, thou shalt that occupy the room of the internet. Say amen. At thy giving of thanks. Hey, seeing the only problem with blessing somebody with the Spirit. It's not that there's a problem with blessing with the Spirit. It says, Alright, it says, he that occupied the room of the unlearned, say amen. At thy giving of thanks, seeing he understandeth not what what? Thou said. So that I means the problem is that he didn't understand what you said. Look at the next verse, 17. For thou, listen, it says, For thou verily giveth what? Thanks well. So that means when you bless somebody in the Holy Ghost, you have done well. The only problem is that thou, that person is not what? Edified. Because the person did not understand what you said. Notice, he said, the person is unlearned though. That's not everybody. Glory to God. There are some people who are learned. For, for every unlearned, there is a what? A learned. Because there are some when you speak to them, Maso Fracte da Gados, Fra Atis Credit School, Shilamon, Calabon, Fra Ande, Gavos, Trahida, Omra Acte Legrosata. They will reply, Yes, Lord, I receive this word of expansion that you have given to me. Oh, yes, I increase and abound on every single side. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Though they might come against me seven ways, they shall flee. For the Lord my God is my comfort, he is my refuge, he is with me like a mighty, terrible one, and I shall not be moved. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That one is not unlearned. Praise God. Praise God. Because that one understands what is being said. But the one who does not understand what is being said, when I say, I don't know what you are saying. No. Hey. You understand? He's not edified. Then look at what he now says. He said, I thank my God. I speak with tongues more than what? Do you understand? The confidence Paul must have for him to say, I speak with tongues more than you. The whole church, he put them in the same. I, I talk in tongues, all of you. Question is, how long does that man talk in tongues? I'm sure he had a, sometimes he had a week when he would lock himself and be talking in tongues. Because if Paul spoke in tongues more than them all, it will explain why he had more miracles. It will explain why he had more revelation. Praise God. It will explain why he had more lights. It will explain why he was able to do more. It will explain why he wrote half of the New Testament. Praise God. It will explain why he was the reference point to every doctrinal, church doctrinal matter. Paul. I speak in tongues more than you all. Then there was a time he talked about how he was caught into the third heavens. Those who speak in tongues are the ones speaking tongues for a long period and have a culture of tongues are the ones that usually get caught up in the Holy Ghost. They get caught up. 
Hallelujah. They get caught up. Why? Because the more you speak in tongues, you are creating the atmosphere of the spirit. And you, you create your glory to God. You need to get to a point where your house is not, when people enter your house, they don't smell the perfume first. When they enter the house, they perceive the spirit. Hallelujah. They enter your room. They say, no, there's something wrong. Ah, close. There's an atmosphere. You know that song we, we, we sang? There's an atmosphere of the spirit created by men of the spirit. There's a cloud of his glory created by men of the spirit. We are inside right now. We are inside right now. Oh, we are inside right now. You understand? We are inside. Listen. We are inside because we created the atmosphere. Hallelujah. We created the atmosphere. We have the spirit, but we created the atmosphere. We have the, we have the spirit, but we created the fragrance. Hallelujah. We oozed out the fragrance. We oozed out the glory. We oozed out the atmosphere. We are inside the atmosphere we created. So inside that atmosphere we created, we can walk miracles. Hallelujah. We can have a Holy Ghost meeting. We can have a believers meeting. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can get caught up. Get experiences in glory. But we created that glory. We created the atmosphere. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Yes. Yes. So Tongues is the ignition. Everybody say ignition. Say ignition. Tongues is the ignition. Is the kickstarter. Hallelujah. Amen. The kickstarter. Oh, glory to God. Tongues is the kickstarter. Glory to God. Is how we start things up in the realm of the spirit. Is how we get things rocking. In the Holy Ghost. So pastor. Evangelist. Believer. You want to go out. And preach the gospel. Before you go. Can you spend time. Like two or three hours. Talking in tongues. Just talking in tongues. You now begin to find that it now begins to get more intense. You understand? You begin to hold your stomach. You're talking in tongues. You're talking in tongues. Talking in tongues. You're going deeper. You're going deeper. You're going deeper. Hallelujah. You're talking in tongues. You're talking in tongues. You're talking in tongues. The atmosphere. You are pumping out the Holy Ghost. You are pumping out the atmosphere. You now find that as you leave your room, there will be a presence around you. Hallelujah. As you stand in front of that unbeliever and you are talking, 
You understand? You could, tears could begin to fall out or come out of his eyes. Because there's something, he just goes, something, I don't know, there's something, you understand? There are times, for example, you know, there are folks that when they want to lay hands, it's like fight. I remember I'm doing something, when they want to lay hands, it's fight, right? They will lay their hands. So, brother, you will know why we are falling. Whether it's because the hand is heavy or it's the presence of God. I intentionally, when I lay hands, I intentionally hardly touch the person I'm, playing, I'm laying hands on. I, inten- it's some, I just intentionally. Very rarely do I lay full hands. Not I point at people. Why? Because it is not the hand. It's the spirit. Glory to God. But you see, that atmosphere is in me, is in you. I have to manifest it before I come out. That's what prayer does. Glory to God. That's what utterance does. So that's why tongues is this first step. In tongues, I create the atmosphere for every other gift of the Spirit to come into full effect. Praise God. I said praise God. Now, if, are you saying that if you want to pray in the understanding, can, yeah, you can pray in understanding and get the same results. So why you are praying in, in accordance with the word? But tongues is easier. Praise God. You know what I'm saying? Why don't you just speak in tongues? Glory to God. I said, glory to God. Have you been blessed today? Lift up your hands and just speak in tongues, everybody. Just begin talking in tongues. Oh, Ramasuko Toto Basia, Riketeke Limrokoto Koboria, Leros Paha, Lerapiko Papa, Yaato Kosipa, Ekalako Tipapa, Ekalagadasta, Oribakadarabakunto, Makurebasuna Ramahaya, Ekodobrota Lagata. You have just listened to a message by Reverend Dr. Femi Olale of Oikea Christian Center. For other messages, visit our website at www.oikeacc.org. Remain blessed.